0: Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's Kells at KMGZ. This is Thanks for Asking, episode 137. Um, I'm fighting off a cold. Not the flu, thank God. Not the flu that's like killing people countrywide, but a really just cold. So if I sound a little crazy, that's why. It's starting to clear out today, but it's still. Been fucking with me. Alright, so, uh, no further ado, let's get started here. Um, you know what? Wednesday rolled around on me super fast. So, um, well, okay. My New York's a negra, too. Now, y'all got to give me credit. I've been chilling on the re for a minute, because, I mean, partly because she been, you know, busy and, and not out and about. I mean, I stalk her regardless. So I know what she's been doing, but, you know, I, I've been letting it, I've been letting y'all chill for a little bit. So, I'm going to go ahead and go and give it to Rihanna for um, her Grammy performance of, um, Fucking, what's the name of the song? Wild Thoughts with Kylie. Colin, I'm sick. I'm so tired of seeing that nigga do that dance. How was this nigga doing this goddamn bachata? Whatever the fuck he doing. This nigga ain't lost a goddamn pound. This motherfucker been been doing this dance for I don't know how long. He been eating these chicken breasts and all this shit, and ain't lost a fucking pound. I don't understand it. You would think just being on the road like he do, you lose weight. Like you can't. It's a mystery of the universe. I don't understand it. Um. He had a little, um, a shout-out. Listen, man, God bless that baby, but... I don't, I don't know. I just don't think they should have him out like that. That little baby looked like he just be wanting the juice box and to go home. All the noise and the excitement. I mean, I don't know. I, I He's cute and all that, but, like, damn, can he sit home sometime? Like, they ain't have Blue Ivy out like that. And they ain't have North out like that. They don't have Saint out like that. They don't have... Well, we ain't even seen Little Chicago yet. Anyway. I just shout-out to her. Yours and Negra too. Man, them, I thought them titties was gonna come loose. I mean, they they were secure, but they for a minute that one, that that one, she was leaning doing the guada, guada which is, everybody's telling the stanky legs, not the stanky legs, the African dance, they're doing South Africa, YouTube and it's like a very popular dance, everybody doing, all y'all gotta do is like a little simple Google to get shit right, like that's why people be so frustrated with y'all, cause y'all, don't, y'all, it just it take the bare minimum D- that did not look like the stanky leg why don't we just Googling, and you know what I mean see what that is, like why would Rihanna be doing the stanky leg, that dance is old as hell it's called the guada guar. um, yeah, so shout-out to that. Um, everybody has something to say about Reed being thick. I don't re- know if you remember, but the first pictures that when we saw her being thick, she was way bigger than that. I mean, she first of all, this whole thick conversation is ridiculous because she probably wears, like, an 8, like, like thicker than she was, which was, like, small. So she probably wears, like, an 8 now. But she, on Sunday night, she was slimmer than she was in that other pictures. So, yeah, she's still... Thicker than she was, but she's not nowhere near as thick what she was. She's dropped pounds, in other words, what I'm saying. you could t- She's been cutting weight and dropping pounds. Then, I swear to God, every time Rihanna show up with a little bit of extra weight on here y'all go when she's pregnant. She's not pregnant. She's by her business. She's by her dollar. Nothing about her moves funny. So, if she was pregnant, she damn sure wouldn't be up on no stage gyrating and She damn sure wouldn't be trying to pull a okey-doke in the flim-flam. Not to mention... If she was pregnant enough to be showing, I mean, her belly, honestly, I think it was the angle, because from straight on, it didn't look that big, but maybe she got a little bit, I don't know, but whatever. Ocean's 8 is coming out in June. They're spoke. They about to start the promo for that, so if you think she gonna, if she have to be like, when you showing three, four months, so you think she gonna miss all of that to drop a baby? Like, she's not pregnant. She just got a little weight. Leave the girl alone. Leave her alone. She be all right. She older now. She look good regardless, so you know, she, and she's cutting the weight, like, I'm sure by the time, by the time Ocean's 8 roll around, I'm sure she'll be right, like, because she's already cut quite a bit, and I'm sure she'll, you know, do whatever she does to get, her and Janet, I mean, I know Janet has had, you know, surgery in the past, but her and Janet drop, cut way fast, I'm sure it's like a combination of diet and exercise, but they, they cut way fast, like, Janet is, is, is small, um, so, yeah, shout out to Rihanna, outstanding performance, um, you know, she hasn't been on the road, she has been real busy with Frinky Beauty and other stuff, and she's been hanging out with her little boyfriend, whatever, listen, I'm happy for her, the dudes seem okay, I just really, I'm worried, I don't trust her with this dude, because if y'all know, like, I know them Arab dudes, man, you gotta be careful, because just, you know, when they in the West, they act different, they act real liberal and yeah, and you know, but when they, you know, get you wiped up, and they get you back over to their country, where the laws favor them, and you have no rights, they act different, that's what happened to Janet, and I've seen, I mean, I've been to the middle east i see how they do they come to a, i know i have friends myself like arab male friends that i know in america and i know how they act but and i then i see them when they go home and i see how they it's totally different and they come back like it's no big deal because in their mind oh well this is america you know this is how i act in america but when i'm at home i you know this how this is our culture and so they don't they don't have they don't see any problem with that they feel like well I'm in Saudi Arabia or I'm in Dubai or I'm in Afghanistan or I'm in Iraq, or whatever and this is how we do. We don't, you know, when in America you do different. But when you my wife, I you know, so I'm I'm worried about it. I didn't google this nigga to death. He seemed cool, he seemed, but I'm telling you I you can't can't trust them dudes. I need, I need, so I need Janet to fly her kite and be like, "Listen, girl, let me tell you how they act." Cause Assam, her dude was the same thing. When you saw her and him and Janet out in Paris, he got the jeans on. He looks super cool, but when he go back to where he from, now he got the wraps on. I'm telling you, they switch up. I, don't, I, I, I don't, I don't trust it. I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I'm trying to fly her kite. But anyway, shout out to her. All right. Moving on to current events, the first one is the president. Y'all's president's State of the Union. Didn't watch it. Next, okay. So next thing I want to um mention, y'all know sometimes I come on here and I give y'all um podcasts or, or you know whatever recommendations and stuff that I like, and um I just want I know a lot of people are already listening to it, but I want to shout out this podcast that I forgot who told me about it. Some one of y'all on Twitter told me about this, and um. I think it was Tim, actually. Was it Tim? I don't know. One of y'all told me about Atlanta Monster, and it's a podcast about the Atlanta child murders. And it just started, and um, it's only had four episodes, so if you want to catch up with it, catch up with it now. I kind of wish it was old. I like when they be old, because then you could just listen through it all the way through. This one come out every Friday. It's like killing me. But it's really... Um, it's really interesting because I was a child during it. I remember the Atlanta child murders because I was a child of the age of the kids that were being murdered back then. I remember it. I remember it vividly um, because I was the age of the children. Um, and it really, like, it really, I still remember it affected our lives so much because Pete, our parents, I, I wasn't so much scared because it was in Atlanta number one, and I was in Philadelphia, and it was boys, and, you know, I was a girl, but I don't know if y'all know, like, those of us who grew up in the 80s, who were kids in the 80s, like, the 80s was a very violent time, like, there's a show on TV, I think it's on Nat Geo, or I don't one of those channels, maybe the History Channel, um, about, and it's called the 80s, the, the, um, most violent decade or something like that, and it just talks about so many things happened in the 80s. There was wild serial killers, child adult, like, a lot of the laws, like, the, um, what is it, the Amber Alert, and the, um, what's the other shit, that, um, Megan, Con- a lot of the laws that were enacted in the 90s, and, like, since then, were because of what happened in the 80s, we didn't have these laws, and it was a lot of, child, like, the milk- kids on milk boxes, the 80s, um, you know, because at that time, it was like a lot, it was just people getting kidnapped, it was just all kind of stuff, it was a wild decade, that's why, that's why we clown a lot of millennials, because we like, yo, we didn't have cell phones or none of that, niggas was really snatching kids off the streets, and we made it home, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, hey, don't go there in no white vans, it was always a thing with the white van, because whenever, whenever some kid got snatched, it probably was an urban legend, but for some reason, whenever some kid got snatched, it was somehow a white van that was always involved, so, he's <laughs> like, yo, stay away from white vans, they try to, don't go to the white with puppies, they try to lure, it was all these urban um legends some of them probably were true some of them might not have been but I remember in Philly um there was like this guy he doesn't nobody really knows about it because he was kidnapping black prostitutes but he had like a house of horrors and he had like all these girls like kind of like the Grim Sleeper similar thing happened his guy's name was Gary Hyden you could google him and um look it up but um the 80s were a wild decade so but the Atlanta child murders was like the early 80s It was like 79 I was I was a child I was like in how old, elementary, I was little, elementary school, um, in like the 80s, right? Um, and I remember it just being people were terrified, like, we couldn't, normally we would have Halloween, you know, we were free-range kids, so again, you get out of school, we would just go out and play till, you know, summertime, shit, you, you, ain't, you, you could play till it was dark, which in summertime, be eight and nine, then at nine, like, you just had to be black on the block, but you don't have to be in the house, you just had to be on the block, you know, and, and sometimes we'd be out late, so, and in the wintertime, you know, we would just take our bikes and ride all over, we was free-range kids, but when that ch- uh, child murders was going on, it was none of that, People with your parents was picking you up from school, you gotta go straight to basketball camp, whatever you was doing, I'ma take you straight there, then I'm gonna pick you up, gotta take you straight home, okay. I can't make it this day, but you gonna go with Miss So and So and y'all gonna stay at her house so I'll come get you. No, you're not taking the bus like we used to get home on our own, none of that. All of that was none of that, because that's how, like, terrifying it was, so this podcast is very interesting, because I remember, I remember the foreboding, like, we couldn't have, um, usually for Halloween, like, we go out tricking, you get your little costume and your little bag, and you and your little friends, y'all have y'all little plan. alright, we gonna go here, then we gonna go over there, and, you know, you make sure you get all the good neighborhoods where they was giving out the good candy, trying to get to the white people's side, because they always gave out the good candy, avoid the niggas with the fruit and shit, you know what I mean, but you had, like, your whole little thing mapped out, wasn't none of that they was like nope we gonna have a party all y'all just gonna have a party here ain't no trick-or-treating ain't nobody going nowhere and it wasn't just us it was like everybody like all over people were afraid so I remember when it when it hurt it was these green ribbons they had for the for the kids and my grandmother had a green ribbon um that she wore on her coat and she tied it like to her car and everybody had these green ribbons I remember it um very vividly and so this podcast is is about it and um There's been some, there's a real, I told somebody, there's a really good one on the Atlanta Child Murders. Um, And I think it was called the Atlanta Child Murders, and it had Gregory Hines in it. It's Gregory Hines died, but this was like late 80s, I want to say early 90s, I can't, around that time, but if you Google it, Google Gregory Hines, Atlanta Child Murders, you'll find it. It was really good, because, you know, I watched it as I was older, because when we was little, we didn't know, all we knew was the nigga was snatching kids and, you know, We couldn't go out. So when I watched that, I got a lot of details of the case, and it's a lot of layers and a lot of reasons for, you know, the way it went down. So if you want to watch that, that's good also. But there's always been people who think that Wayne Williams is not guilty. I am not one of those people. I've always thought he was guilty, and the, the most compelling evidence to me that he was guilty is that when they arrested him, those killings stopped and those killings were regular. They were regular on the news, and they stopped cold. They just stopped. That, to me, is evidence, because all these other tales that people got, could have been this, could have been God. Number one, it's no evidence to support this. It. People saying things like, well, I don't believe he could have did it. Okay, you might not believe he could have did it, but, you know, evidence says that he could. Or there's no, you know, there's no evidence back in your story. People saying it was a clan. You know, I'm sorry, black people, we tend to be, for for various reasons, some valid, some not. We tend to be con- prone to conspiracy theories. You know, it's people that still think OJ didn't do it. Kind of the same thing. I've always thought he was he did it. Uh, mainly again because number one because the murder stopped. Number two because if you look at the FBI profile of and you'll see this in um in that documentary I told you about. If you look at the FBI profile of the killer. When they finally called Wayne Williams, it, it fit Wayne Williams to a T. And one of the things they said in the profile, and now that later, because of the work I did later, I really get it now. They, they, One of the things the FBI told them was the person, he he will be, he will have a pristine image, and he'll be very calm, and he'll be very rational, and he'll present to you as if he could never have done this for about two days under questioning. But if you keep pressing him, and you keep, if you don't just take his answers and you just keep pressing him he'll snap and then you'll see the real him and they and they said in a trial they said that's exactly what happened because he was very arrogant and he thought he was smarter than everybody in the room so he took the stand and they said the first day you know he was calm he had his little answers ready he's smooth if you hear him talk he's smooth and he has this little voice and he he's one of these guys that try to like you know if you're not he's one of the guys that thinks he's smarter than everybody else but he's not but He's able to manipulate people who are not as smart as he is. Y'all know the kind of dude, those guys, they hang out with people who are not as smart as them, and then they manipulate those people, and those people think they're just super smart. It's like, nah, man, you're just dumb. No offense, but you're just not the brightest. and And he recognizes that, and that's why he hangs out with you, because regular people be like, nigga, fuck out of here with that dumb shit. Barbershop type nigga, you know what I mean? One of those guys. So... And they said that the first day the prosecutor was, you know, cross-examined him, asked him stuff, he was cool. And they said, you know, by the second day he started, he was getting a little irritated, I just answered that. And, you know, they said by the third day he snapped. It was like, you want to see the Will Rain Williams? Here he is. And he started acting a fool, and they was like, boom, that's it. He fit, he fit the description to a T, second, second reason I thought he was guilty. And the third, because I'm an evidence person you can believe, and, you know, and certain cons- conspiracy theories more, you know, probable than others, but you gotta, you can't just be saying things. You gotta show me some evidence, right? The third thing was, the way that they caught Wayne William Williams is because they, um, oh, just, actually, it's this is related to another reason why I think he's guilty. So, the, what happened was they they were finding these bodies, right, of these little boys, and then they finally found a body of a oh I think it was Nathaniel Cater, I'm not sure, because Wayne was only convicted of two actual murders, and they were grown men, and a lot of people say use that as a reason why they say he's not guilty. Well, these were children, but they only had evidence in him on a grown man. I have a theory on that, but what I was going to say is they were finding these bodies, and they found one, and they found these blue fibers on the body, and they announced that, they said. And then they said after that, after they announced that, then they started finding the bodies in the river. So, obviously, whoever was watching the news, like, oh, they found the fibers, so they start disposing of the bodies in the river. So, what the police did as part of the investigation is they, I don't know Atlanta, but I guess there's rivers everywhere, Challahatchie, Challahooshies, Tachahatchee, I don't know, whatever. Some river y'all got down there. And they were staking out these rivers. And the guy said it was like almost the last, you know, nothing, nothing was happening. Almost the late, about to, they're about to say this is not fruitful and close up the investigation. And at one of the bridges, um, they had police recruits manning it. And they said a car came to the bridge, driving slowly. They said the car stopped. They heard a splash. Nobody saw the car, but they heard the car they saw it, you know. You can hear when a car stops, or whatever. They heard a splash, and then the car continued off the bridge, turned around, and they followed him. And they pulled that car over. And when they pulled that car over, it was Wayne Williams, and that's how they caught him. And from that moment on, when they caught him on those bridge, that bridge, those murders stopped. A few days later, they found a body in the river. Where near where they heard the splash, so that's how they caught Wayne Williams and from that time on, there were no more murders, that's very strong evidence to me, that it was him, because if you got a serial killer, if y'all know anything about serial killers they don't really stop, people like, oh well if you were a murderer and you knew they had somebody you would stop, yeah, except serial killers don't really work like that, and serial killers kind of get a thrill out of getting away with it so a serial killer might actually write a letter like, hi, y'all thought y'all got me, I'd never be that stupid, something like that, right, so um, that's how they called him, and his story of why he was on the bridge was he, he had a radio station that he ran, and he said he was gonna see some girl about, I can't even remember, about something, um, and that he had, his mom took, wrote the girl's address down, and he had never been there before, so he was out at three o'clock in the morning, or two, whatever time it was, trying to find her address, and that's what he was doing out on the bridge, they never found a note, they said, okay, well, if you said your mom, write the address down, where's the note? Never found the note, never identified. He said her name was Brenda Johnson or some shit. Never found this Brenda Johnson. No hide, no hair, no trace of her. Um, the story was ridiculous, and that's the story he's always told. So, you know, I've, I, just, I just think he did it. And, I, and now, later, you know, after I've gone through my intel background and had, you know, all the training I've had, and I inter- interrogated people myself, and, you know know all those profiles and got that same training, like, he's not, he's, he's not even, like, he doesn't fool me at all. He's, like, basic, like, he does what, like, I was telling y'all when I was listening to Serial and all y'all was, like, when when a person has not done something or when a person doesn't know something they I don't know I didn't do it to the point where sometimes it sounds crazy like what you mean look you, you were standing there you went in there you your fingerprints are I, look I went in I touched the thing I didn't do it I don't know what happened they don't say well why would I go well if I murder her why would I t-? that's that liars do that people they're trying to because here's the thing if I can prove that you did do it I don't have to prove why you would do it or I I can prove you did it. I know that you did it. I don't have to prove why you did it. But they know that some people try to logic things through. Well, yeah, why would you do it? It don't matter. So... I've always thought he's done it. He's not convincing to me. Nothing he says is convincing. nothing he says, all he does is just throw oh, you know, he by the time he him and Gacy are very similar. Gacy also, oh well, it was several people that had keys to my house, and if I killed them, why would I bury them in my house? Who else would bury them in your house, John Wayne Gacy? Who killed these boys, dragged them into your house, put them in your crawl space and buried them there? No and you ain't know nothing about it and your whole house smelled like corpses, everybody said. You know, so but if you if you don't know that, then yes, yeah, some of these people, even tech Bundy, same thing, they start to sound reasonable, because it, that's why they're doing that, why this, why that, because they want you to think about, well yeah, why, it's not about why, it's like, sh- we have evidence that you did it, and there's, it could be the man in the moon, sure, but there's no evidence that supports anybody, like OJ, the real killer, Okay, show me the evidence that there's a real killer <laughs> out there. All the evidence is pointing to you, bro. Not Yeah, it's holes in the evidence, but holes in the evidence don't mean that there's some other person... There's no other evidence that indicates it was anybody else but you. So, yeah, there's some questions we can't answer, but the questions that we can answer that point to you are backed by evidence. Wayne Williams, same thing. I don't believe any... I believe he killed all those boys. I believe that the reason why they um could not connect him to cause the reason they connected him to those two bodies the, of the adults is because they found fi- carpet fibers on those bodies that match the carpet fibers in his home and he tries to say they didn't but they did and not only did they find the fibers that match the carpet fibers in his home they found dog hairs on the body that match his dog so we got your dog hairs and your carpet fibers from your home on these bodies and people say well but there's no evidence. He, what I think, and again, there's not been any proof, but it makes sense to me that, because one of the things he's, they always say, because Wayne Williams is kind of little, and at the time he was pot belly. he'd be like, oh, well, he's a little guy, and he couldn't have overpowered. He's a grown man. He's a grown man, and he can overpower a child, because these kids were 8, nine, ten. These were little kids. These weren't teenage boys. It's nothing to strangle a little kid. You get him in your house, hey, we're going to make a record or whatever. You get, You come up behind him, choke him, he's done. Nothing to overpower a child. I think the reason why those two older adults had the fibers in it because they were a struggle because they were bigger. So they probably fought. There was a tussle. they rolling around. That's why they had the fibers in the hair. and Because a little boy, you choke them, you take them, you wrap them up, you drop them in the river. Boom, you done. It doesn't take anything to overpower a little kid. The grown man is different. And I don't care about you being short and pot-bellied. You you know, you can get somebody on the ground, and anybody can choke anybody. All you got to do is wrap something around their neck and pull. And you can kick, and you can fight, and you can scuffle. But if I just hold tight, you're going you gonna to pass out and die. Like, <laughs> that's just that's just this is what it is. So, you know, I've, that's never been convincing to me that, well, they only found the fibers on those two. Yeah, I think they only found the fibers on those two because those boys, it wasn't nothing for him to kill those boys. He probably, you know, came up behind them wrap a rope or whatever around their neck, and they done dollar, so, and now cops do do things like when there's a serial killer, and they know they have a serial killer, and they know that for sure he's killed seven or eight people, and they got some closed cases that might could be on this guy, they'll put them on there too, so it's possible that they did put some bodies on Wayne Williams that maybe he didn't do, but I don't, this, oh, well, if he didn't kill one of them, he didn't kill none of them, that's not logic, that's not logic, because they definitely connected him to those two. I think the guy was a homosexual. I think it's clear he was a homosexual. You can even in the in the podcast, you can even hear that because they asked the cops several times about what they think the motive was, and they they don't want to say, but you can kind of hear them tiptoeing around it. Well, he was a strange guy. He had some things about him I don't want to reveal, you know, but we think you can hear them tiptoeing around what they're trying to say, and there's a, a clip in there where the guy says when he first sat down to question Wayne, the first thing Wayne said to him was, like, I'm not gay, okay? And he was, like, I, I didn't ask you anything about being gay. I just asked you, like, what's your name? And they said that that was, like, the first thing he said. So I think that he was probably – he was he was closeted homosexual. He was snatching up them, telling them boys, because yeah, he had a radio station. Look him up. He had a radio station and all this shit, and they said that he was luring the boys with – hey I got a recording studio you want to come record a song I'll make you a star little black kids are going to jump in the car for that in 1979 and 1980 this Klan thing it's, let's say it was the Klan let's say it was a white guy a white guy got one time to come into the hood, a kid turn up missing, now everybody knows his kid's turning up missing, he got one time to do that. You're not going to be able to keep snatching kids with everybody on high alert. Again, we was on high alert all the way up in Philadelphia, so I know damn well, wasn't no white person coming up in these neighborhoods and and just snap, and, and kids going to just get in the car with them, they knowing somebody is killing kids? It's not believable. I I don't believe the Klan thing. I don't believe that it was the Klan. I don't believe nobody white could get up in them neighborhoods and, and snatch them kids with everybody on high alert for somebody snatching kids. I just don't. Um, It had to be somebody they know Somebody that fit in Somebody that would not raise suspicion Because everybody in the world is is on alert For somebody snatching kids So it had to be somebody in the neighborhood Hey man, they knew him Because he had the radio station He was kind of a famous guy He did a little news work So they would have known him He lived on the block Hey, come record, you want to make a record? Yeah, sure That's how he was getting those kids I've I've never seen anything that convinced me That it's anybody but Wayne Williams I think he did it those murders stopped as soon as they snatched him off those bridge and then they never we never saw that pattern again so um you go ahead and listen and see what you think but you know but it's a good podcast particularly if you my age and you and you were you remember that it's 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 really good because a lot of details in there again if he wasn't for Atlanta a lot of stuff in there I didn't know because you know just wasn't local but um it's it's an outstanding podcast um Yeah, so next is the Grammys, and I kind of already mentioned it, but I just want to say, you know, I only watched the Grammys because I knew Rihanna was performing. If Rihanna wasn't performing, I wouldn't have watched. I only really watched it. I don't watch the Grammys every year. I watch if I know my somebody is that I want to see is nominated a lot, like Rihanna was when they snubbed her, and I knew she was performing. But like everybody seemed to be so up in arms about the Grammys, and I'm like, yo, y'all are annoying. Everything is not a snub. Just cause your favorite artists don't win it don't mean it's a snub. I said Rihanna was snub because I think Rihanna and I and I think the, the the numbers and the and the and the relevancy proves it. The album is two years old now and it's still charting and streaming and downloading. I mean, I think it's the best R and B album that's come out in the past five years. It was definitely the best album of twenty sixteen. I don't give a fuck about Lemonade. Listen, I know Beyonce, I know y'all got fans. That's a great album, but I can't say that that album was any better than Adele's. Now, did I like Adele's album super much? No. I ain't like Lemonade super much either. Like, if listen, B stands, listen, whatever. I know what y'all got to say. But for those of us who are not in the high and who are not caught up in the relationship, which is most of us not in the high, really didn't give a fuck about that relationship drama. The most entertaining part of it was the fight on the elevator for us the album was just okay, I said that when it came out, I listened to it for about two weeks, and I was like, okay, and I moved on, I still listen to anti, Adele, I, same thing, I listened to it for about two weeks, and I moved on, I just, without them visual, y'all, the visuals and the HBO, that was great, that was beautiful, the album itself, to me, was not that great, it's like four songs on there that I like on that whole album, I, you know, I can't say that Adele winning was a snub, I mean, t- to me, I mean, yeah beyonce could should could have won it, but if we if beyonce would' have won it and Adele wouldn't, I wouldn't have said Adele got snubbed same way Adele won I mean Adele's album was huge Adele is huge Adele's album is huge, lots of people like that album it, lots of people will tell you that's a quality album they like to better eliminate. I can't argue with them. My point is just because your favorite don't win it doesn't mean it's a snub. a snub is like when you don't even let me this is a snub, N- not just anti. Which I think was the best album of 2016, but also the life of Pablo. I think the life of Pablo and Anti were better than Lemonade and Adele's album for them, and Justin Bieber's album for them to not even be nominated—that's a snub. Those were two quality albums that were far better than at least three of the albums in that category. Rihanna was snubbed. She ain't gonna win for work. Work, put work on right now. I don't care what you niggas say about your little fandoms and all of that if an album can be out two years, can have six, seven, eight hits, all of them charting, all of them number one, all of them still relevant, that album stays in the top of the charts for two years, the are stay at the top of the charts for two years, the downloads stay at the top of the charts for two years, singles is going platinum after platinum, after platinum, work, kiss it better, um, shit, what else, Uh, uh, love on the brain, um, I'm trying to go in order, um, consideration, um, um, uh, the one I always forget the title, "The Tame Impala Joint." Um, y'all know the one I'm talking about. The one they played on on, on Atlanta. What is it? Okay, y'all know the one I'm talking about. The one she did the cover for Tame Impala. Um, uh, let me bring up this fucking album. I can't even remember the, the album order. It was an album full of hits. Every album on that, every song on that album was a hit. Lemonade had Hold Up, which I liked, and Sorry, which I could not stand. They play Sorry to Death. Hold up was a better song, and it had formation. And formation did not do. Uh, formation was hot for like a few days and went away. I'm sorry, Beehive. Y'all be arguing y'all feelings and y'all emotions. Y'all do not be arguing facts and statistics. Them songs they went to number one the day they came out, and then it was gone like a few weeks later. And then Rihanna had put out the joint sledgehammer. No, Rihanna had put out the joint with Calvin Harris. Is what what I came for. We came for, and that shit knocked it right out. Like I'm not knocking be. I know I, you know I liked the album but I can't say that it was snubbed. I can't say that, that she deserved that award. I did, really didn't think it, that was, I, I can name three albums that I thought was better than Lemonade, and I can't say that Adele's album won one of them. I mean, they was both about the same to me. Last night, or Sunday night, I think 444 was the best rap album. Uh, excuse me. I really like Damn. Damn was magnificent. It was outstanding. But I can't say that if Kendrick beat Jay, that Jay was snubbed what are you talking about, they're both outstanding albums, you could have gave it to Jay, you could have gave it to Kendrick, Kendrick's album's outstanding, I'm glad he won, I'm glad loyalty won, I thought that was a great song, like everything ain't a snub, like everybody can't win, you fucking snowflakes, everybody don't get a trophy, it's not a snub just cause your favorite don't win, I didn't actually think that Kendrick and Rihanna were gonna win that, I thought they were gonna give it to, um, it was another song in the category that was bigger, I thought, so I was surprised when that was, glad they won, I feel like they was kind of making it up to her, but, you know, and, and also to Kendrick for, for snubbing him for Good Kid Mad City and giving it to McElroy, that's a snub, when that when an album that is clearly not of the quality, didn't have the effect, didn't have the impact, who the fuck even heard this album, you gonna give it to that over fucking Good Kid Mad City that niggas still rock to to this day, that's a snub, somebody just not winning is not a snub, y'all kill me with that shit, like, nobody was snubbed, just didn't win. I liked, I never thought 444's album would the. I thought it was the best rap album, but I wasn't mad with Kendrick One, cause shit, his shit was outstanding too. Like, y'all are annoying with that shit. Everything, you know? Like, and, and listen, it's a lot of people that never, I, I look, Mariah, to me closed the coffins on the Grammys when when Mariah, who was Mariah who had that run and had all them goddamn hit records and had that album that was still, like, to this day one of the best selling albums ever that got her number one, number one hits and all this shit still, to this day when that shit didn't win no Grammys, Mariah was like oh, okay, y'all about the bullshit, and she ain't been back since, I mean that's how you gotta look at it all this, we not gonna go, I think, listen and some of my faves do it. I think it's real corny that, you know, look, when the BET Awards come, y'all don't want to go because y'all too good for that shit. When the, um, whatever, the NAACP award, all these other awards that come that want to give y'all awards and shit – y'all don't want to show up, because that's not good enough, because that's not the white people award, so y'all want to get mad at the Grammys, and I'm not going to come, and well, I got to sit there, well, I got to perform, that shit is corny to me, man, like, that shit, I know some of y'all like, well, they carry the industry, yeah, they carry the industry, everybody know that, so why, why you need validation from the Grammys, like, the Grammys want to be whack, and have a whole bunch of white people, and that old shit, let them be whack, and, and have their old shit, they don't have, that doesn't speak on your music, um, Last time I checked, Mariah Carey's doing quite well. Last time I checked, Mariah Carey, still Mariah Carey, and she ain't won none of them goddamn them Grammys, and it ain't it ain't bothered her a bit. So, you know, I just who cares? Like, yo, it's y'all y'all take that shit so personal. Like, that shit is a game. Um, they, I mean, I think Kelly. Well, I see. I don't know if their album came out in time, but Pink, Kelly Clarkson, and Demi Lovato put out three very good albums. Maybe they'll be nominated next year. Maybe they won't. I don't know, but, you know, y'all do too much. Like, everything's not a snub, and, you know, it's okay if you don't win. It's like, y'all act like somebody deserve, oh, they deserve the great, do they? Because another thing is, like, some of y'all on Twitter, like, and not even on Twitter, just in the world, y'all only hang out with people that are just like y'all. So y'all get, like, a little warped view, and y'all think that these are the scissors, and some of these artists that, yeah, they popular in, like, your little circle, but widespread. They don't be that popular, and I don't think y'all be realizing that. That a lot of what y'all be saying don't be factual. Like Alyssa Carr, I get it. The, the comment, what the main um, complaint was, that she's not new. Her album came out two fifteen. That's valid. That's valid. I get that, yes, SZA was a new, technically a new artist and, and took over this past year, but like Alicia Cara, that album again, that's another one, that album came out in 2015 and it's still relevant they still play her song, she still, that album is full of hits, y'all don't know that cause maybe y'all just listen to whatever y'all listen to but like, y'all really think that what you and your little 12 circle of friends think is hot is what everybody think is hot and y'all think it would be one way and it would be the other, it really don't, like, I, I you know, I love Beyonce, but like Beyonce is not, like, the hugest star, there's, like, P- Justin Bieber, that's uh, Mariah Carey, there's so many stars that are bigger than her, that have better catalogs than her, not taking away from her performance and who she is, but, like, she is not the be-all, end-all, like, she's really not, like, she has her strong fan base, and that's all she needs, because they, you know, they come out for her, but she's not, like, sales-wise, t- Mariah and Rihanna are t- not in, in another stratosphere, Madonna, another stratosphere. Fucking Janet Jackson, another stratosphere. Even, I don't know where, they. I try not to include Taylor, but, you know, she's on some of them charts too, but, like, chill out. Like, SZA is not, I know she's, like, a big R&B star, but there are... She was not as big and as known and doesn't have as much impact as Alicia Carr. I've been listening to this Alicia Carr album since 2015. That's a good album, and I still play it. I don't really like SZA. She's not for me. I don't like this a lot of this new R&B whining music. It just ain't for me. I, it just ain't. I, I'm sorry. I want to be entertained. I don't want to hear you whining about you, but I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. I'm sorry. I'd rather listen to Chris Brown and his little fat bops because it's entertaining. Give me a bop. Give me a song. Give me something I like could dance to. It. I don't want to hear all this shit. I don't want to see you dancing in the parking lot between the parked cars, I, I, avant garde, whatever the fuck it is, avant keep it. Okay, I, I, I don't want it. Look, I, I know it's entertaining somebody, it's creative somebody, it's not to me. God bless y'all, like it, I love it, but I please, I don't want it. I, I want, I want to see Bruno Mars. Give me Bruno Mars. Give me somebody who's entertaining, who puts on a stage show, who got a song with some bops, who tell you to put your Versace on the floor. Give me an album full of hits. Entertain me. Please, I don't want to hear about somebody touching your hair, and why your boyfriend don't call you, why you don't want it's not for me, it's not for me, I don't want to hear it, I'm not entertained by it, y'all like it great, but I just want y'all to understand that that shit don't be as wide and impactful as y'all think, it <laughs> don't, and y'all need to hang out with different people, because y'all be like, don't know, perfect example one night I was on Twitter watching Insecure and um, everybody was like, do anybody even watch Ballers, I'm like, god, why we gotta have Ballers, um, Insecure, and I love Insecure, but Insecure got about 1.5 million viewers, Ballers has like nine ten. so Ballers is the money maker for that network, not goddamn Insecure, but y'all don't know that, cause all y'all friends don't watch Ballers, like, Ballers is a bigger show, stuff like that, like yo, you know, y'all, it, shit don't be all the way the way y'all think, so chill out with the guy snubbed, and this person don't deserve that I get it, you like it, I understand that's your favorite, that don't mean these other people are not deserving or these Bruno Mars, everybody talking about this one album, that's how I know y'all don't know, Bruno been making hits forever in every genre, Bruno's first album, Unorthodox Jukebox is a a monster, he been winning Grammys for a long time then the second one was, um What's the name of the second one? The Joint with Gorilla and Natalie and all that on, which is a monster. One of my favorite albums ever. Like, y'all talking about this and. I know y'all don't know Bruno, because Bruno was talented as fuck, and Bruno writes and plays, and that's a live band, so all this uh, uh, appropriation nonsense y'all talking about, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, it's, do, it's my bad, Doo-Wops and Hooligans was the first one, that's the one with Grenade and Just the Way You Are, and uh, Runaway Baby, the lazy song, Marry You, Talking to the Moon, oh, uh, monster album, then came Unorthodox Jukebox, monster album, so this is 24K mar- magic, It's his third album, and if you listen to his first two, you're not surprised by it at all, because Bruno was talented in a mug, so, like, shit like that, like, y'all don't, like, oh, you know, maybe a little click or whatever, y'all don't like it, that's cool, but this motherfucker is huge, and his music is very well known, and he's been nominated and stuff before, so, like, you know, I don't know what to tell you but that album, give me Bruno Mars any day, give me somebody who's electrifying give me somebody who's entertaining give me somebody who puts thought into what they're doing on the stage and thinks about hey what would be dope and what would look fly and let's have a stage, you know what, let's do living in Color I, used to, I love Living Color, it used to be the show back in the day, let's have the fly girls let's bring that back, y'all so mad at Bruno nobody stopped these other artists from going, Bobby Brown and the New Jack City Sound been sitting there minding this business, it ain't behind the wall it ain't locked up, it's just in the aisle, It'd been there, y'all could have went and, and, and tapped into that sound, but y'all trying to sound like the Migos and, you know, doing all this whisper music and all this other shit, and you wasn't interested Bruno was like, hey man, that shit used to pop, that shit used to jam, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna do that, and that's what he did, so I don't know how you mad at that, and he had the talent to do it, it ain't like he just talking about, oh well he's just, he's just copying, I I don't agree with that, I don't agree with that at all, I think he wrote those songs, and that's live music that he's playing, he wrote those notes, and he wrote those chords, and he played those instruments, and yes, clearly in the New Jack style that he grew up on, but you know, y'all acting like he just fucking did a, did a Justin Timberlake and just covered some shit, nah, that that's, those are original songs. You can't go find them songs nowhere. He wrote them shits. He ain't just go sing my prerogative again. So I don't. I don't know where y'all coming from with that. But you, that little nigga be jamming. That little nigga talented as hell and Cardi came, brought Cardi out and just to even have the foresight to get Cardi I'm still waiting for him to get Rihanna he been he been telling Rihanna she had a sauce forever I'm still waiting for him to hook up but just to go get Cardi and make that remix and put it in a living color, that nigga is fly y'all bugging, I don't know what's wrong with y'all y'all hate happiness and kick puppies if you don't like Bruno I don't know what to tell you and you hollering about Scissor got snubbed but you mad about Bruno you might just screw your ears off and shake them out and screw them back on cause it's something that's not right it's you, something not clicking Alright, um, so the Super Bowl's coming up this weekend. Um, I'm not going to say a whole lot. I said last week, I know who the Patriots are, but listen, I think we can win. I think the Eagles are a good team, because I watched the Eagles destroy all these teams that y'all said was better than us. Y'all said Minnesota had the best offense in the league. They only could put up seven points. Y'all said they had the best defense in the league. We put 38 points up on them. And the Patriots, I know, they're the kings of like counting down to last minute and coming back, but... You know, I'm going to venture to say that you know, those was against lesser teams. I you know, I'm going to come I mean, listen, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I'm not selling him short, but I don't think I don't think this is going to be a game. Either this is what's either is it's, I don't think this is going to be a game where it's going to be a matter of them coming down at the last minute and coming back. They either going to be beating us right away or we are going to be beating them right away or it's going to be close, but they're not going to be able to come back on us cuz we have that defense. We are going to see. So, you know, I don't think we these huge underdogs. I don't think we have to – these odds are so insurmountable for us. I think we are the best team in the, in the league. I do. Definitely in the NFC. I think we have – I'm not taking that away from the Patriots. The Patriots got five rings. I mean, it is what it is. But I think this year, this, this year, we have the best offense and we have the best defense. And I think we can win the game. If we don't win the game, eh, it ain't going to be no surprise. We was underdogs and we'll be back especially, you know, ain't nobody else in NFC doing nothing, not with us. So we're going to be back and we're going to have our starter back. Um, I think we can win the game. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying all this underdog. And, oh, they're going to win another ring. Look, they went eight times. They lost three. They can lose. They, these games they've been winning. They've been at the last minute. Ain't like, they've been blowing teams out. They've been at the last minute. Patriots do what the Patriots do, but you know, we're going to see. We, Bill is a good coach. I just, I think we can win the game, and I think we are going to win the game, and I think that South Philly going to be right up them poles right again, and it's going to be a parade marching down Broad Street, and we are going to have a trophy, and 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 God help y'all if that occurs. That's all I got to say, because I'm I've, I've been all my life hearing about how the, the Eagles ain't got no rings, and if we get one, and I and I and I'll make another statement. If we win this one, I think even if we don't win this one, we will be back. And I, you know, if we got, again, we got this far with I, with most of our pro bowlers are hurt. I don't know if y'all know, but they are. And so our second string is playing and now they go into the pro bowl. So when we get all our starters back, we're going to be even more better. So I'm not worried about us. I think we're going to be back. Um, I think our window is just now open. I think the Cowboys window is shut. I think the Redskins' window is shut and nailed down. I don't don't know when it's going to open back up. The Giants, I don't know. They got a new coach. They rebuilding. So, you know, if they anything like us, maybe two, three years, they could be back to competing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But, I mean, we're the best team in the NFC East, and I don't see nothing changing about that. So, we'll see. Um, But it's this Sunday. Um, I got invited to a lot of y'all's parties. I'm sorry I'm going to have to decline because I – I'm, it's not a game. I ain't got time for your little smart remarks. I ain't got time for your little. I don't. I don't play by my Eagles. I'm watching this shit here. The only way I would watch it is was with other Eagles fans. I'm not. I don't do that. Oh, we could have different team. Nah, nah. I don't do that. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I'm willing play that shit. I ain't got time for be with your little. It ain't. It ain't a game, nigga. It ain't a game. Don't come in here with your a little opposite team jersey. Nah. So, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. We're going to see. All right, so uh, the last topic is, so Black Panther is coming out. I don't know. I don't know what date. I just know it's coming out in February uh, during Black History Month. And you niggas are already doing the absolute most. Like, I'm glad y'all like it. I'm glad y'all excited. This is not a complaint. I just, I, <laughs> you niggas getting on my, like, y'all being so ridiculous, like, I mean, I'm glad y'all, like, it's funny, like, it's funny, but I want y'all to know that y'all are being ridiculous, like, yo, the conversations around this movie, y'all niggas, like, what somebody said was like, yo, y'all, um, what they say, y'all worried about the Grammys, but y'all won't put no money on Wakanda. Like my well, nigga, Wakanda is is not real. That's a comic book, fantasy land that somebody made up. Oh, somebody was like, oh, we could pull we could pull our own money and make our own Wakanda. Really, nigga, we can make our own fantasy land where these niggas got like the most highest technology and they got all these kind of spacesuits and all these stuff what are you talking about, like, y'all sound retarded, like, yo, enjoy your comic books, it's a, it's imaginary, it's a fantasy, like, go watch it and have fun, but, like, y'all are bugging, like, it ain't no, y'all trying to turn this into goddamn Black Wall Street or some shit, it's like, yo, it's not real, like, this nigga's a panther, like, superhero dresses up in a panther co- costume and be flying around with Wonder Woman in them, and she's like, what the fuck, What's wrong, with Y'all, y'all killing me with that shit. Like, yo, that's why I don't like this comic book shit, and that's why I'm not going to see it with your comic book niggas. Y'all be bugging out, like, dude, it's not real. It's a comic. Like, can chill out. Like, I'm not going. Are they be real arguments about shit? Oh no, that would never happen because see, what's the dude's name? Whatever dude's name, he wouldn't do that because his personality is let my nigga shut up, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I do not care I really just want to watch me I don't give a fuck about nothing that you're saying right now please get that sword out my side thank you, thanks <clears throat> like <laughs> I, can't, I, I just could never get in that stuff what y'all are doing the most they been talking about Wakanda for three days we gotta pool our money and we can make our own Wakanda nigga, <laughs> it's not real <laughs> it got flying saucers and shit <laughs> Alright, yo. Alright, so I got this cold, and I've gone as long as I can without hacking and coughing up all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's. Oh, sorry. I'm about to fuck up. Moving on to Genghis Kicks. And actually, this week, I have quite a few. So, um, usually in February, they do. Nike does like a Black History Month sneaker drop, and they have done one this um, time. And there's actually. There's actually some heat, so um, there's a pair of um, Black History Month Vapor Maxes, Air Vapor Maxes that are coming out February tomorrow. Um, really dope. I, I don't know if they'll sell out. You might be able to get those. I'll put those up. Of course, the um, later in the month, the Black Cement Air Jordan 3s are coming out. Um, I have to get these. I don't know. I, I don't care what I have to do to get them. I will get them. Um, there's Air Max 180s. They're coming out in different colorways, but I don't like all the colorways, but the ones I'm going to put up are called Air Me Pavement, are really dope. These are going to be fly fresh in the summer. I'm going to try to get these. I don't think they'll sell out. Um, there's also a Jordan 6 Chinese New Year. I told y'all I don't like the um, the um, I don't know, the the, the gussied up Jordans, I just like the classic ones but if you do like, the so every Nike every year, another thing they do along with Black History Month, is they also put out a Chinese New Year version, like I have the Chinese New Year Kobe's, so this is something they do every year, so if y'all looking for the the, um, Chinese New Year these are the, I mean they they look okay but I'm not getting them, but I'll put them up there because y'all might like them, then I didn't get my first A-blow because I just wasn't paying that money, so now there's a second batch coming out, I don't know, I'll try to get these but I probably won't I mean, I could get them if I wanted to pay the six hundred seven hundred dollars, but I do not like so, but you know I'll see maybe I'll do some shenanigans and get those um and then there's another pair of a blows in a different color scheme I'll put those up as well and then um i got i just got a i just got some a new pair today that I put on my t l and on instagram shortly um and show y'all the um ones I told y'all about last week i I, I managed to get a pair so I'm gonna I'm put those up. So, all of these will go up on the Instagram. It's Genghis Kells on Instagram, and um, you'll see them there. But yeah, it's actually this this is a good month for sneakers. January, February, March are really good for for drops. Um, probably gonna be some more heat coming. So, um, look out for them. And um, yeah. All right. So, see y'all next week. Um, I'll give y'all. Th- listen. Thanks for ask. Thanks for asking. Thanks for listening. All my listeners, I see I got new ones coming up. Thank you so much. If you listen to me on iTunes, please rate me five stars. It really helps a lot. Um, SoundCloud, you can comment, whatever, but, you know, those things help a lot. I see y'all out there. Thank you. My numbers are going up. Thank you. I'm still small time, but my numbers are going up, and I, I I feel like people are hearing me and appreciating my point of view, and I like giving it, and I'm glad y'all appreciate it. So thanks. Um, the podcast emails, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com niggas don't never send me no email but I just send it out anyway I feel like y'all reach out to me on twitter which is fine um at KMGZ the um podcast twitter is at thanks um what is it at thanks underscore for asking without the G please follow me there I'm trying to get my followers up on that side it's going up a little bit but not like on my personal side so if y'all can make my personal side my, my podcast side of my personal side that'd be dope but so please follow me there um yeah, and that's it. What I'm gonna call this this week? Episode 137. Um, what are we talking about? I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out and had a, had a title ready for y'all by the time I get post. All right. Um, see y'all next week. Peace.